Hi, and welcome to episode six of Life with Catherine. I thought this episode I'd talk about just some things that I love, uh, maybe I've always loved or just started to love. I just thought it would be like a really positive thing to talk about. So uh, let's start. Um, I love being cozy with fuzzy PJs and a fuzzy blanket. I, I love being cozy, watching a movie with a nice warm drink or in the summer, a nice cold drink. I absolutely love being cozy. Uh, something else I love is uh, people's eyes. I just think there's an honesty to them or complete dishonesty to them. And I know there's exceptions like acting and things like that. But I think when you meet someone, their eyes tell a lot. So I, I really like people's eyes and faces. And I find that I'm really good with names because uh, and faces because I really pay attention to that. Uh, those kinds of things. So I like eyes. I um, I also love kindness in people. There's something so peaceful and heart-filling and just completely exciting about meeting people or knowing people when kindness is their motivation or kindness is behind what they're doing, even if it's a drive for success, even if it's uh, anything, the kindness behind it is, uh, I gravitate towards that. I absolutely love it. I know it's kind of cheesy, but I think it's from when I grew up. I grew up in a small town and with family all around and my best friend lived down the street, all those kinds of things where it was kind of um, an enchanted childhood, I suppose, looking back. We all can think different things, but staying up late and sleeping outside under the stars and just being able to have those kinds of experiences that maybe in this generation can't for safety, but just like having a bunch of friends over and sleeping outside in lawn chairs, looking up at the stars. And I absolutely love stars too. So I don't know. It's just, I like that. And I like small towns too. It's really cool. Um, I'm Most people who know me know I grew up on Vancouver Island and it was really fun. And uh, just being able to walk everywhere and drive, um, walk everywhere or bike everywhere, uh, everywhere you wanted to go was accessible. And there's always a friend or two that lived far away, but most of the time you could get where you wanted to go on your own. So I don't know, it was kind of magical. I absolutely loved, loved, loved sleeping outside when I was a teenager. Um... I love the word clever. Now, they say it a lot in Doctor Who, and everyone who listens to this knows I love Doctor Who, but I love the word clever. There's such a, it's so much more than being smart or street smart. Clever just brings it to a whole new level. It means there's a real marriage of smarts, street smarts, and self-esteem, and whimsy also to it there's like it's a neat package so I like the word clever what else do I like well, that's a story for later about my mom I love teacups um, my sisters and I all kind of like teacups but 
I love them and I have a little collection. I'm not meaning to get a gigantic collection or anything, but I just, I think they're really cool. And it reminds me of uh, self-care. It reminds me of stopping the busyness and sitting down and really appreciating and listening and having time to connect with those around you. So I love teacups. Uh, I love cinnamon. I love the smell of cinnamon. I love the taste of cinnamon. Cinnamon is uh, like absolutely number one, my favorite smell. Uh, <laughs> people who know me <laughs> from childhood know that I love peanut butter and honey sandwiches. And I had them pretty much every day of my entire childhood and in my lunch every day. I know it wouldn't fly in this day and age with all the peanut allergies, but I loved peanut butter and honey. It was a staple. 100% peanut butter and honey was all the way for me. <laughs> My dad would make four peanut butter and jam, or three peanut butter and honey, sorry, three peanut butter and jam sandwiches, and then there's always that one peanut butter and honey on the side, and he never argued. He never said it was a big deal. He, my dad just indulged me the whole time. I always was so busy daydreaming and thinking about other things. I didn't want to be, I think looking back, I didn't want to be thinking about all those kinds of things like food and all that. I just wanted that one thing I like, and then I wanted to go off and do what I wanted. So, um, Oh, I love when people say I look like my mom. We all, um, she passed away a long time ago. So it's kind of neat whenever it comes out of nowhere and uh, I had it uh, as a teenager when I grew up on Vancouver Island. I would come to the city uh, with my sister. I did move here when I graduated to uh, hang out, be near my sisters. It's so funny because we'd be walking along the street in New West and somebody would come up and say, I haven't seen your mom or I haven't seen this girl since elementary school or high school. And she goes, I, I know 100% that you're her daughter. 100%, I'd have never met you before, I'm just stopping you on the street, but you're her daughter. And we also had it at uh, a Canucks game once, somebody came up to me and goes, I know exactly who you are and who your mother is, even though they hadn't even known she got married, and it was years and years before, so I think it's hilarious, and of course, anytime I go back now, she was a teacher, and I go see all the teachers, and they all just go, oh my gosh, you're the spitting image of your mom. And I think it's really cool. And it's a, it's a nice treat and a nice memory every time I get to hear it. I love, I love books and I love to read uh, mysteries and biographies and all kinds of stuff. Um, I'm currently reading the Bruce, Bing Bruce Springsteen biography. I think he's kind of interesting. Are very interesting, but um, I remember the first time I read a book called The Street Lawyer, and it's a John Grisham book, and I don't know why. I think my dad had it on a shelf or something, and I was visiting, and I picked it up, and it was the first time I'd read a book that really, really, truly connected with me, and I mean, other than a biography, but felt like something I wanted to read. Like, I'm glad I read that. And uh, spoilers. <laughs> it's about... um. Maybe, maybe the memory of it is better than the book. I don't know. About a hostage situation at a law firm in the beginning of the book. And the fellow uh, 
just feels like society or that law firm had wronged him. I don't remember. I just remember the feeling that the book left me with. And uh, this fellow in the law firm just felt so disenfranchised by things. And the one who was the hostage taker said something to the lines of, I just want help. I just want help. And fine. The story goes along, goes along. And in the end, they don't just help the one person all the way fast forward to the end of the book. Every lawyer in the law firm offers their help and it becomes part of their whole company. Just a little piece of them, whatever, two hours a week or something. And something that happened in the beginning was so profound to every person in that company that they wanted to help disenfranchised people. And I just thought that that was absolutely not something I would think of, but something I would want to happen where somebody's asking for help and they get the help, but but it becomes so much bigger than that. People's eyes open and they see what compassion can do. I don't know. I just, I remember reading that book and being in the end going, yes, absolutely. And you can't help everyone, but you can certainly focus on the things you can do. And I don't know, just the end of that book, I just was not expecting that that's how it would end. Because the lawyer didn't want to work for the big company anymore and all that. But I just, I don't know, something stayed with me and held me in that moment where I, once in a while, I'll think of the back of that book and I'll go, yeah, that's that's the way a story should be. So it's always in the back of my mind as a little piece of whatever you're doing should involve humanity to it. It should transcend just you. Yeah, it should transcend just you and it should become part of not the one thing you're interested in, but inspire everyone around you to become something themselves too, not just yourself. So what else? Oh, <laughs> of course, we didn't play video games when we were kids. We barely, we had a TV and it was in the family room and we barely watched it. It's so funny because I never play video games, never really have. I liked um, the snowboarding game SSX Tricky, but I get a lot of um, motion sickness and things like that very, very quickly. And it just makes me nauseous for hours. Anyways, so uh, I loved PC games that were easy, but more more about time management. So I loved the game Diner Dash. Don't laugh. <laughs> so I used to play it for hours. And once I figured out how to, it, it actually taught me a little bit about time management. So I don't know, I guess maybe I just wanted to zone out. But at that point on, I could understand why people would gravitate to things like that. But other than that, I don't really have a connection to it. And of course, this things I love podcast is, of course, I love my family, my friends, things like that. I'm trying to give you a taste of something else, more about me and who I am. But of course, I love my family. Silly twerps who are sitting there going, make sure we tell Catherine. She said she doesn't love her family. Um, I love a movie called Way Downtown which I randomly got from the library, happened to be on the shelf. I like movies that are local and TV shows that are local and Canadian. Uh, not all the time, but I really do. And I picked this one up. It was filmed in Calgary. And it was just 
so funny and Don McKellar is so funny in it, but it just made me laugh for hours and I still think about it sometimes. The idea is a bunch of teenagers live in Calgary, or I guess 20-somethings, sorry, they live in Calgary and they're trying to, uh, they all challenge each other to stay inside because downtown, the whole downtown core, you don't have to go outside. You can go along in the plus eights, which are like, I guess, above eight feet or whatever. They're, and you can walk all around, so you never have to go outside. So these people challenge each other who can stay in the longest. And then they start to go a little bit wonky. And, like, they stand at the swinging doors and, like, swing the doors as fast as they can so they can breathe in the fresh air. And technically they're not outside. And another girl goes to all the magazines and rips out the ocean smells <laughs> of all the perfumes. And, I don't know, it's just so... Funny, and this one girl has uh, her spoilers. Her whole <clears throat> her job is to follow the big boss because he's a kleptomaniac, so he steals things. So her job is to her literally her job is to follow behind him and pay for all the things he steals because he's a boss. And oh, it's just <clears throat> I can't even explain. It's too funny, but it really, really resonated with me. Just the the silliness and the funniness. And, uh, yeah, anyway, spoil, spoil the whole movie, but it's just really funny and ridiculous and silly. Um, I love the idea of the placebo effect. I love the idea that you can do a test and test scientifically and have facts and, um, charts and figures but there's still something about the human spirit that can transcend all that, even for a few minutes, even if it's not forever. I love the idea that something like that exists. It's so... It's mind-blowing. It shouldn't really be, but I love the idea that it's possible and that uh, somebody taking no medication if they believe strong enough and their body, their body can do some of the healing um, just from pure will. I just think that's just astounding and, and awesome. So I like that. I love records, like vinyl records. I always have, and I have a record player. I've had it for years. And then, uh, I got rid of most of my records and then I've started uh, collecting them again, just in little bits. I only have a few, but I love vinyl. I think it's so neat to have the simplicity of one album and the sound and like just focusing on one thing. And I don't know. I just, I'm always, I'm an 80s kid. What can I say? I love vinyl. I, um... I love my doll, Crybaby, and it's hilarious because I have a huge imagination, like gigantic imagination, but for some reason I named my doll the same name that, that came in the box, I guess, but she was always called Crybaby and still to this day, so uh, she, I got her from one of my sets of grandparents when I was born. I was born in November on, uh, so 
at the end of the year, I was very, very premature, three pounds, 11 ounces. And I was so tiny and I had to live in the hospital within an incubator. And my grandparents got me this doll, which of course was bigger than me because I was so tiny, fighting and crying for attention even then. And uh, she stayed with me my whole life. I remember when I was a young kid, my grandparents uh, did some surgery and took out the thing that made her cry. <laughs> so she never did that again. And then when she was, uh, one time when I was sick, I was sick a lot as a kid. Um, I went into the hospital and then when I came home, crybaby had gotten a new body cause she'd been dirty for so long. And I was so upset at my grandma for sewing her a new body, but, uh, it was kind of one of those real life reality things rather than your dream. <laughs> so anyways, crybaby, I still have her and she, Alyssa played with her when she was a baby. Doesn't obviously anymore. She's a teenager, but uh, it's just this one doll with chewed all chewed fingers and, and her eyes mostly open and closed. But she, anyways, crybaby, I still have, and I just absolutely love her still. So. I kind of feel like being grateful tonight. It's a Saturday. I kind of feel like just being grateful and laughing about some beautiful things. I used to love sleeping in trees. <laughs> I used to love just being up in trees. I just, when I was a teenager and young kid, we had a cherry tree in our yard and oh, I just loved it so much being up high except I would, I was kind of a dreamer and I would fully commit and go into daydream land. And of course, one day I fell asleep in the tree and landed on the ground and broke my arm. And then my dad cut down the tree and, <laughs> but, uh, and then I was annoyed because I couldn't get over that. I like, I wanted to climb up it again. I didn't want that to stop me from anything, but it was kind of funny. I'm like, what did you do, dad? Poor guy. So he had a dreamer for a kid. Um, those of you who know me know I love music. Love. It's always been part of my whole life. And my poor sister who shared a room with me, shout out to you, Anne. <laughs> she had to listen to all of my new kids on the block and stuff like that when I was a teenager. We didn't have a lot of albums either. <laughs> so uh, when I got a ghetto blaster for Christmas one year, poor Anne, she had to listen. I tried to not have it too loud, but I absolutely love music. I love to sing. And I'm actually going to do a podcast all about music, maybe about singing, maybe about also uh, the music I listen to, things like that. But I absolutely love music and I love the sound of a trumpet. Passionately, I love trumpets. And of course, it's amazing that my daughter plays the trumpet and uh, I can just sit and listen to her practice forever. I'm happy with a cup of tea and I can just sit there and just go, wow, it's just such a beautiful sound. It's sophisticated, um, challenging, the sound, it builds, it's got, it's the way I hear a lot of people sing, is the way a trumpet sounds. I love also, um, I don't love Ewan McGregor, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying I loved that moment in Moulin Rouge, where he just stops, and it's this really strange moment. Go watch it if you feel like it. It's a strange movie. 
but I love when he just stops. She's doing a whole song and dance, overacting and stuff in the movie, and uh, he just stops and he goes, he looks at her and says, I never knew I could feel like this, like I'd never seen the sky before. And I love the idea that someone would just stop, not sing everything, that's silly, but, well, not silly, but it's just not, not what I'm talking about. I love the, the majesty of that, just looking at somebody saying, I never knew, I never knew I could feel like this. I don't know, I like that. I haven't tuned my voice, okay? Go easy on me. I absolutely love that moment in the movie, and it always stuck with me. And I kind of like his voice. Yeah, I do. I like his voice. Oh, I also have a list of things I don't like, because we got to balance ourselves out as humans, right? Let's see if I have any more likes. I love to run. I recently discovered it in the last year, and my bestie Jamie is running with me at lunch at work. I can get up to six kilometers now on just a lunch hour, and uh, it's pretty exciting. And I've I'm joined a 10k run. I'm going to try that for this first time. I love the music that you can listen to while you're running, but you still have to pay attention. I love the idea of taking care of yourself and being healthy that I've not never quite done in the same way. I used to run when I was in high school, but I don't know. I just, I really like to run and I will do a playlist. I promise. I love Doctor Who, of course. I love <laughs> Supernatural. Yes, I've been talking about it for years before it was popular. I love Jared and Jensen as brothers. I love them in real life as people. I love their that they have their families now and they're having their own just wonderful world. But I always loved Supernatural. The The two brothers just kind of Figuring out who they are together. Art imitating life. <laughs> Speaking of which, I absolutely loved working with my sister when she was at the company that I'm at right now. She and I worked together for, I don't know, a year. It was super fun and in architecture, and we just had fun every single day. And I used to order food and put it on her bill and <laughs> do little sister things like that. And yeah, she was pretty awesome. So thank you, Brenda. But uh, we had lunch together every day. And yeah, it was just ridiculous and silly. And and uh, I'm forever grateful for those times. And I'm still there. <laughs> I love... Oh, I love spaghetti. And I love lasagna. Cheese is a bit hard on me. But I love spaghetti. And my dad would just go, oh my gosh spaghetti again we had it all the time as kids I don't know I think I like just simple things simple meals there's something about just spaghetti and sauce maybe a little bit of meat a little bit of veggies but spaghetti and sauce and garlic bread something so simple uh, as that it was just with a glass of water I love to drink water so it was just I love that spaghetti yeah um I love cilantro something I've discovered recently I put it on tons of stuff now and Anytime I have a salad, I put it on. I love cilantro. Never knew that. Just something I like. Um, 
Oh man, I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. I um I like music a lot. I love music. I used to like country music. I still have a there's certain pieces I love, but uh, I loved this artist called Ty Herndon, and I still love him. I've just re-put him on my iPod, and I remembered how when I was living in Burnaby, I guess somebody kept breaking into my car over and over. I can't even express how many times. And the funniest part is they would leave my CDs. (laughs) So they would like literally break into my car, take the stereo, take everything, stop and fill, like thumb through all the CDs and pick the ones they wanted. And so then I'd replace it. They'd break in again. They'd they'd, like scratch it or drop it on the ground or whatever, but they'd never actually take it. But I had to buy it a bunch of times. And I think a few times they took it, but whatever. Um, But it was really funny. Like your music's so bad that the thief leaves your music. Uh, I will talk about Ty Herndon later and the interesting stuff about him, that reason that I connected. But uh, I like Ty Herndon, and I hate that the thief kept stealing and breaking my window and taking my stereo over and over and leaving my CD. But I did like that I got to keep my CD. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Um, I love sleeping. I love having naps. <gasps> I love, love having naps. Like 15 minutes. I think it comes from my dad being a plumber. I love having naps. Okay, we'll put that one away. I love music notes. No surprise there. I love Kenny Chesney. Uh, Brian and I saw a concert of his live, and it was so amazing. And uh, I always, always loved the song You Had Me from Hello. And uh, I redid it in a much higher key later on. But uh, I love, even though I'm not a huge country music fan, there's, I'll talk about music in another podcast, but I love that. You had me from hello, I felt love start to grow. The moment that I looked into your eyes, you won me. It was over from the start. You completely stole my heart. And now you won't let go I never even had a chance, you know You had me from hello I don't know, I just, I really love that song I could go over and over And of course he's got lots of good songs I like classic rock too, don't panic It's not going to be a whole podcast about music, about country It's just what I had written down I love, let's see, checklists. I know it's ridiculous. I love making checklists. If you go to my desk at work, there's checklists everywhere. I have checklists at home. (laughs) It helps me get everything out of my head because I like my head being for dreaming. I'm a real, real dreamer. Um, (laughs) On my uh, screen, I've got the classic rock channel on, but on mute and it's got foreigner waiting for a girl like you. That's hilarious. And coming up next is Bob Seger. That's awesome. Uh, That one can go. Oh, I love Meatloaf, the singer. Oh, one day I'm going to do a duet with him. I just love the the stage presence. I don't have any stage presence, but he's got so much. I figure it'll rub off on me. Oh, I love the nightlight that my dad installed for me next to my bed. Oh, thank you, dad. I love, love, love my nightlight. Not like a baby nightlight. He put a real light in that dims. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see what else. Um, I have, of course, a big imagination. And it's so silly. And one day I was just walking along telling my daughter and her friends when they were little at school, oh, I always wanted to have a leaf that never touched the ground. So I didn't realize, but the kids had spent their next few lunch hours shaking all the trees on the playground trying to get a leaf for me. And they all worked together and they got me a leaf. I just, I'll never forget that moment for the rest of my life. The point is that you're patient enough to watch the tree for like a whole afternoon and have one fall, but they got impatient and started shaking the trees. So anyways, I thought that was hilarious. Those little twerps. Um, okay. So now you have to hear a few things that I don't like because I'm a real human being. I don't just love everything. There are, oh, and I love our kitties. There's things I don't like. I don't like chalkboard dust. I makes me sneeze and I never like chalk. I just think it's just messy and yeah chalkboard dust it just blah I always had bad lungs because of being born premature oh we could talk about that another time the clicking of keyboards bugs be beyond belief when it's just click 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 I don't know what it is I guess it reminds me of taking yourself away from daydreaming I have no idea but click 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 so I try not to focus on it obviously I try and do my job but the sound of click 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 it drives me bonkers I don't like YouTube clips I know everybody wants to see the one about the cat and the memes and all this I just I feel like if I'm gonna watch something I'll sit down and I'll commit to a whole thing and watch it but I I guess it's too short for me. I don't know what it is, but people love, like, with a passion, YouTube clips. I don't. It bugs me. But, uh, of course, I'll give in and watch a few if it, it matters a lot to the people around me. But I don't like YouTube clips. I don't like socks. I know. It's weird. Socks are weird. They rub against the inside of your shoes. I don't get it. I don't get, I never got it in my whole life. Other than your feet stink if you don't wear socks. Other than that, I don't get socks. Other than your feet can get cold, so you have to wear them in the winter. I guess I'm kind of an 80s kid and like just a kid at heart where I just want to wear bare feet all day long everywhere. That comes with being a trusting person. I'm super trusting. So I don't get it. I don't get socks. And people rub them on the carpet and it's like friction and yeah, I don't get it. Um, yeah, don't particularly like my high school pictures. <laughs> but uh, it's funny because I was talking to a family friend, someone really close to me. And uh, years later, and I was like, oh, my high school pictures. Oh, with my teeth and my hair. And they were like, I don't remember any of that. I remember you being you, 100% you all the time. I remember your paisley jeans, how you rocked them and you did not apologize for anything you wore. You absolutely loved everything you wore and wore it with confidence and people around you loved it because you loved it. So I guess you could say a trendsetter. <laughs> not really, but that kind of philosophy. And uh, it's like, I don't remember you having big teeth. I don't remember your hair being in a perm. I just remember you being you. 
and I never saw any of those things. So I always thought that was kind of nice and kind of comforting. It's like you can be so self-conscious for yourself and they just remember you as their friend. So it was kind of sweet and lovely. Oh, that's that's it. That can't be the whole list I made. Apparently, I don't hate a lot of things. Let's see. No, I think that's it. That's all the things I don't like. Oh, I don't like berries. I don't know what it is. People love berries. I'm a stubborn food person, okay? Strawberries, raspberries. I can do raspberry juice a little bit. Strawberries, raspberries, blackberries, blueberries. They're juicy and like I can do green grapes. That's about it. People have a thing with berries. I have never got it in my whole life. So good for you. Everyone wants to be with me when there's berries for dinner because they get to eat them all. So that's it. That's a story. That's like, what, 32 minutes. All about things I love. So I guess maybe I'll finish out with something random, like, um, hmm, how about my running playlist? When I run, I have Brandon Flowers, the lead singer of The Killers. He has two uh, solo albums. I love his voice. Just, um bonkers for it his voice so um brandon flowers i listened to that one i think the album's called the desired effect and then i also have guns and roses greatest hits so those are kind of the two that i listen to um i go back and forth on them uh as much as i can and there's one other one. Oh man but anyways those are the two main ones that i really really just when i'm listening to that that means i'm running and no other time and who would not love to end with Paradise City? Seriously. So, thanks for listening. I obviously love the people in my life and strangers and family. And I'm so grateful for everything. And uh, I just kind of wanted to give you an idea of who I am. So, that's it. Have a lovely, lovely day. And a lovely, lovely night. And maybe I'll even make up a story or something and share it with you. Have a good time. Bye.